Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Now, this is a great book on building mental toughness. Uh, David Goggins is a former U.S. Navy SEAL ultra, ultra endurance athlete, world record holder for the maximum number of pull-ups done in 24 hours, and he has physically done some of the craziest things in this world. But his life didn't start all rosy. Uh, he was he, His dad used to beat him up all the time. His dad used to beat up his mom all the time. And for a long time, they didn't really have that much money. He was lost. He played the victim card. But slowly and surely, he started to turn it all around. And this is the story of what took him from the depths of despair, from the bottom, to becoming one of the toughest men in the world. A lot of great stories, a lot of great um, uh, techniques and strategies on how to become mentally tougher in life. So I'm going to give you my favorite eight lessons from this book. And not only that, two of these Two of these lessons are actually fundamental building blocks of mental toughness. These are the fundamental strategies, if you may say so. Without these two fundamental building blocks, all of these strategies will fail. You will not apply those strategies if you don't understand these two fundamental building blocks. And we're going to talk about that in this summary as well. By the way, if you want to get this full mind map, just go to 2000books.com slash maps. All right, now let's talk about the great ideas. The first great idea, or coming in at number eight, is the most powerful force in human nature. Now, in the book, Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins talks about the idea that identity is the greatest driving force in human human nature, and we will do whatever it takes to be congruent with our identity. So there's the story of David Goggins. He was on this 24-hour race, 24-hour race, where you just run nonstop for 24 hours, or you run for 24 hours to cover 100 miles. And he says that that was the highest level of pain he had ever gone through in his life. It was the most excruciatingly painful thing he had ever done in his life, 24 hours of running to cover 100 miles. And during the middle of that excruciating pain, he he asked himself this question, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing this to yourself, Goggins? And this is the answer he came with. And there's a very powerful answer. He said, because you are one hard motherfucker. That's what he told himself. Because you are one hard man. That's what he told himself. And that is his identity. Throughout the book, David Goggins talks about the idea that I am the toughest man alive. That his That is his identity. And he does everything in alignment with that identity. And not only that, if you look back at his story, you realize that his dad really used to abuse him to the point where that was one of the... Uh, For a long time, when he was young, he used to feel weak. He used to feel like a victim. So he took on this identity of trying to figure out how to become the toughest man alive and becoming. He told himself, I am the toughest man alive. I will be the toughest man alive. I am becoming the toughest man man alive. And that's why when he was going through the tough pain, the excruciating pain of that race, he he asked himself, why are you doing this to yourself? And he told himself, because you are one hard, one mentally tough son of a gun, if you want to put it that way, without the expletives. Similarly, in the book, uh, uh, Total Recall, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, talks about the idea that in order to do whatever you want to do in life, first you have to decide who you want to become. Then decide what you need to do in order to become that person. 
So it's not about starting with what you want to have. Many people make the mistake of starting with thinking about what they want to have. They think about, okay, these are all the things I want to have, so what do I need to do? No, you have to first start by identifying who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? What is your identity? It is indeed the most powerful force in human nature, as Tony Robbins says. So once you decide who you want to be, then you will figure out what you need to do and then you will figure out or then you will figure out the steps to have what you want to have. So always start with your identity. This is one of the fundamental building blocks of mental toughness. All right, coming in at number 7 is to find your power. Now, the hardships in our life they have toughened us because we went through them, we survived them. And those hardships have made us much more powerful than if we had never gone through those hardships. So if you think you had a bad hand in life, that is where you're getting most of your power from in life. So you have to own it. Instead of trying to look for um, the advantages, think of all the challenges you had to go through. Think of all the sacrifices you had to make. Think of all the pain you went through and how they have toughened you, how they have made you much more stronger and powerful. It's just like lifting weights in the gym. That's the only way, or doing the hard things, that's the only way that makes us stronger. That's the only way that makes our body stronger. Your body doesn't get stronger by sitting around on the couch or eating junk food. No, it gets stronger by lifting weights, by working out, by playing sports, by doing all the hard things. The body only gets stronger as a result of hardship. And it's the same with our life. The hardships in our life have given us the power that we truly desire. And in the book, uh, Seneca's, Seneca, the great Stoic philosopher, uh, in his letters, he said, I judge you unfortunate because you have never lived through misfortune. You have passed through life without an opponent. No one can ever know what you're capable of, not even you. The key here is saying, he's saying that you're unfortunate because you haven't lived through hardships. If you haven't lived through hardships, life will be very difficult for you. You will have no power. You will have no reserves. So you have to find power in everything negative in your life. Write down the hardships that you've gone through. Write down the hardships that you're going through right now and own them. And look at your story and tell it to yourself and tell it that that story won't own you. You will overcome. You will become better than what you were. Use the negative to propel yourself forward. Own it and make it a part of your life. Yes, you started with something difficult. Yes, you started with a bad hand, but you are overcoming it every day. And that is where your power is. That is where your real strength is. So it, it is the tough times that actually make us stronger. Easy times make us weak. It's the tough times that make us stronger. And we have to always be aware of that. Okay, next idea. Number six is the 40% rule. Here's what Goggins said. He said, you know, most of us, actually, we all know that we're capable of much more than what we are doing day to day. We are not tapping into that beast mode inside of us that exists in all of us. Most people hit the wall at 40% of their mental capacity. And that is what David Goggins is saying, that in any situation, we only do 40% of what we are truly capable of. And that's what he calls the 40% rule. 
But the truth is there's a lot more inside of us. There's a lot more in this tank. And why are we not able to tap into the best that we have inside of us? Well, because we have what is called a governor, a governor inside of us that stops you. There is this part of you that stops you from doing the hard things, from taking the risk because of the pain you have to endure. So let's talk about that governor, how to remove that governor. And that's the next idea. Idea number five is removing the governor. Now the governor is a concept that's used in a car. Every car has a governor that limits the flow of fuel and air into the motor so that the car doesn't run too hot. Now, if you remove the governor, the car will go much faster than it normally does. Similarly, we have governors in our minds. The governor knows our limits. It delivers personalized feedback to us, tells us, hey, don't do this. Don't take this risk. It, it gives us pain. It gives us negative feedback, and it feeds on our insecurities. But the truth is, if we want to live great lives, if you want to live great lives, we have to remove the governor that's stopping us from it. We have to challenge our comfort zone. We have to be able to figure out, hey, how to challenge our comfort zone, how do we remove the governor? And that's where what Goggin says is, you have to seek pain like it's your job. You have to chase down pain. Now that is very different from what most of society will tell you, which is stay away from hard things, stay away from painful things. No, what Goggins is saying is you have to push yourself 10% past what you can normally do. It'll keep, it will be painful, it will be hard, but just push yourself 10% past what you can normally do. And over time, you'll keep on removing that governor that's inside of you. You'll keep on breaking down that governor that's inside of you. And as for example, as a boxer, you train yourself to take as many punches as you can so that you can take a lot of punches in the fight. You push yourself past the limits of what you can normally do. You seek pain like it's your job. You chase down pain. You, the, the truth of life is that a lot of the things that we want in life will only come as a result of challenging our comfort zone. And the challenging of comfort zone only happens when we have some sort of pain involved, when there is you know, a pain involved with pushing our boundaries. So we have to seek that pain. We have to be able to challenge that comfort zone. In the book, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, Dr. Susan Jeffer talks about the idea that when we try to step outside of our, outside of our comfort zone, that's when we get fear. And so in order to live great lives, we have to expand our comfort zones. And in order to expand our comfort zones, we have to face our fears. We have to overcome our fears. We have to beat down our fears. So we have to remove the governor if we want to live great lives, if we want to become mentally tougher in life. Now, there's a great strategy on how to remove the governor, and that's the accountability mirror. Every day, write your goals in the mirror, on the mirror every single day. The thing is, you need constant reminders of what needs to be done. Otherwise, our brain tends to take the easy path, the path of least resistance. If you don't know exactly what you need for the day, you might just go and watch TV or do or play some games or do the easy things. But if you know exactly what you need to do every single, single day and you have, you have your accountabilities, your dreams and goals on your mirror, you're going to keep yourself aware of those and you're going to try and meet that demand every single day. You see, we all have these two voices in our heads. This one voice that wants us to be comfortable, but then there's this other voice that wants us to push the boundary, that wants us to do the difficult things, the hard things. 
you cannot listen to the voice that wants you to be comfortable you have to stop listening you have to you have to distrust your feelings your feelings will always uh, take you towards the path of comfort you can only trust the voice that tells you to do the difficult things you can only trust that and that's why you need this accountability mirror the mirror helps you face the truth every single day every single day you have to tell yourself did you follow through did you do what you said you were going to do you have to tell yourself every single day hey am i denying myself the truth am i doing the right things am i actually uh, am i actually making the right kind of list to do the things that i need to do am i following through on my goals don't be um, soft on yourself don't be fluffy call yourself out own the truth of where you are any given day and just you know aim you have to admit to yourself that you have been taking it easy or slacking off or whatever it is whatever it might be you have to know deep inside every single day hey did i follow through did i follow through on the goals and the dreams and the desires i have and uh, did i did i actually do the things that will get me towards my goal so here's a challenge for you write down on your mirror what is your biggest goal write it on a post-it note place it on your mirror what are the specific steps you have to do today in order to accomplish your goals and put your big goals and daily steps every single day on your mirror and hold yourself accountable every single day to that challenge every single day you're going to go back and look at the mirror and ask yourself hey did i follow through did i do what i was supposed to do did i actually do the hard things today did i break down the governor today did i actually uh, challenge my 40% rule today so every day you have to create performance challenges for yourself every week you have to create performance challenges for yourself and put them on your daily accountability mirror put these uh, put the challenge of removing the governor on your daily accountable daily accountability mirror and ask yourself hey am i doing the things that i know i need to do in order to remove the governor every single day am i doing the hard things every single day or am i taking the easy route so every single day if you start to see the pattern in your life you'll start to see you'll start to take action in the right direction and here's the awesome part about uh, what david goggins is talking about he he's actually uh, using a strategy that is um, detailed in the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill he's actually using all the six steps that Napoleon Hill talks about the six steps to turn desires into riches step 1 is what is your exact goal step 2 is to exactly identify what you will need to give in order to get that goal and step 3 is having a deadline and step 4 is to create a definite plan and put it into action now step 5 is to write out a statement of step 1 to 4 as in what is your exact goal what is your deadline what will you give in order to get that call and what is your exact plan exact plan in order to get that call and step 6 is to read your statement every day out loud morning and night and see and feel as if the goal is accomplished so you see in the in the six steps to turn your desires into riches it's all about knowing exactly what your goal is having a deadline having a knowing uh, the timeline for accomplishing the goal and then having a plan and putting into action every day knowing what you will give and every day following through on that and reading your statement every day morning and night it's exactly it's more or less the same thing as what david gagans is talking about in the accountability mirror as in every day you're telling yourself what you need to do in order to accomplish your goals you're giving yourself the challenges that you need to face and overcome and then you're attacking them every single day so really powerful concept a concept that's been around for ages 
And uh, David Goggins has a new twist on it as in putting it on your mirror so that you face it every single day. All right, coming in at number three is the ultimate key to getting the most out of yourself. And here's the thing. After having to, this is a story from David Goggins' life. After having to leave the SEAL training, the SEAL screening training, because of specific medical issues, I think he blew out his knee, uh, from what I remember in the book. He got his wife, his ex-wife pregnant. Now he was out of the training. He's unemployed. He had debt. He was out of the Navy SEAL training as well. He was not making any money. And so everything was on the line. He had to go back to the SEAL training. He had to make it work. He had to succeed for his family, for the kid that was about to come, about to be there. The kid was about to be born. He, he, it wasn't just for himself anymore. And that created a huge hunger inside of him. He had no choice but to make it work. You have to figure out no matter what. You don't really, he didn't really have any other options. He didn't have a college degree or anything else. So becoming a SEAL was the only option in his mind. So he signed up for the SEAL screening training again. And this time he was actually, uh, he had a fracture, he had micro fractures in his shins, but he was still running. He was still, he actually went through the whole SEAL training with broken legs. And that is the crucial distinction here. He did it because he had a kid coming. He did it because he had, he, he forced himself, he was forced in a corner. He didn't really have any other option. He had no way out. He was fully committed to the cause. The truth is that if he didn't make it work, he, he, he didn't really have any other options. So, that is a very, very, very important idea. The ultimate, ke- ultimate key to getting the most out of ourselves in life is to have commitment, to commit to something, to, uh, to be, f- either you can actually create a commitment or sometimes life will force that commitment on you. In the sense, uh, some of the times when, uh, let's say you lose your job and now you have to go find a job. Now life is forcing that on you, but there are times when you can fully commit and make it happen. And that's the example that David Goggins talks about. Some guy came up to him in the gym and he says, hey, Goggins, I'm a big fan of you and I want to also run 50 miles uh, someday. And Goggins said, well, just sign up for a damn 50 mile run and you'll be on your way. But the guy was trying to, the guy was like, no, 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 I need to prepare, I need to get ready. But Goggins said, hey, you will figure it out. You can't doubt yourself. You, if you doubt yourself, you're gonna give yourself a way out. You have to push yourself in a corner. You have to create these commitments. You have to create these deadlines for yourself such that you are forced to deliver. Way too many people, way too many people take the easy path. They think, let me get ready. Let me prepare. Let me figure out everything before I sign up for something, before I give my very best, before I commit to something. But the truth is, we have to commit first. Commitment is a requirement for great, 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 great success. So you have to push yourself into a corner. And that's what David Goggins do back. That's what David Goggins did back in the day. Um, he, before he, he could sign up for the SEAL training, he had to lose three, he, he had to lose 100 pounds in three months in order to be eligible for SEAL training. And he did exactly that. He just had three months left. So he put himself in a very difficult timeline, a very difficult situation. He committed to the cause of signing up for the SEAL training and he lost 100 pounds in three months. So the key here, the key understanding we need to have here, it's that it's not about having all the preparation in place before you go after something. The ultimate key to getting the most out of yourself 
is commitment. You have to commit to the cause. Once you commit to the cause, once you commit to the deadline, once you commit to the timeline, you will figure it out. In the book, Willpower Doesn't Work, Ben Hardy talks about the idea that there are no heroes in this life. There are no heroes in this world. Only people who put themselves in the most demanding situations, which makes a hero out of them. So there are no heroes, only people who put themselves in the most demanding situations, which makes a hero out of them. And that is a very important distinction. What David Goggins has done again and again, when you read this book, you'll realize this, again and again, he puts himself in these demanding situations. He signs himself up for the race. He signs himself up for uh, becoming a SEAL, or he puts himself in this ultimate marathon or this ultimate uh, whatever triathlete or triathlon or whatever it is. And then he finds a way to succeed at it. And that is going to be crucial. What This is one of the most important building blocks of mental toughness in some ways. You have to first commit and you will figure it out later as in the book, 10X Rules, Grant Cardone talks about the idea. Commit first, figure it out later. Commitment is one of the most powerful things you need in order to succeed in life, in order to become mentally tougher in life. Remember in the introduction, I told you that there are uh, eight uh, great ideas in this book, but two of them are the fundamental building blocks of mental toughness. This Commitment is one of the fundamental building blocks of mental toughness. When you commit to a cause, when you commit to a goal, when you commit to uh, a specific deadline or timeline, when you are committed, you will find a way. You will find strategies to become mentally tougher. But until you're committed, you will not find a way. All right, moving on to idea number two is don't wish that you will arrive one day. Now, this is a very dangerous idea. Most people hope that one day they will arrive and then life will be easy, things will be okay, everything will be hunky-dory. But this is a dangerous, dangerous way to look at life because when you have that idea, you keep looking for shortcuts. You look for the easy path. You look for the quick path. Hey, how can I just succeed so that I don't have to work hard anymore? How can I, how can I succeed now so that how can I make it such, how can I make it now? How can I, uh, the lottery mindset that a lot of people have, the quick path to success. Let me just invest in some stocks and hopefully I'll get rich and that'll be the end of it all. But the, the danger there is that it makes you think that it will, uh, all life will be all easy after that. But it makes you want to avoid the pain, the hardships, the challenges, the struggles that come with following the process. And when you avoid that, you never have real growth and you actually don't get the results you want. So you won't get the greatest possible results if you keep on avoiding the pain, the challenges, the hardships, because you will never grow. So you don't ever wish that you will arrive one day and life will be easy after that. So there's a great story from the life of Goggins. After he broke the Guinness world record for the most pull-ups in 24 hours, a lot of people around him were celebrating and uh, clapping and all that stuff. Goggins didn't celebrate. There was no victory lap, no celebration. He just went out and it was time to go conquer something else, another challenge. Go ahead, bring it on. Let's go take on another challenge. And that's the mindset we need to have in life. We have to start zero every single day, every single time. You can never feel that your work is done. That is a very dangerous place to be. So don't get soft because the battle begins every moment, every single day. There is a battle to be won. So if you continue, if you think, if you want to arrive one day, you will be in for a lot of pain because it will be very difficult to accomplish any kind of goal because you will always be looking for the easy path and the quick path. So be very wary of any area of life where you are hoping that you will arrive rather than just following the process, rather than just doing the work that you need to do, just doing the process, just trusting the process. 
All right, coming in at idea number one, one of my favorite ideas from the book is callousing your mind every single day. Just like you callous your hands by weight training, for any of us who do weightlifting, and I do, uh, you can see it on my hands, on my, and on my palms, there are calluses. These are calluses because you handle the friction of weights. And the more you lift weights, the more you do weights, the more you get calluses on your hand that allows you to lift, that allows you to handle those weights even easier. Even uh, if you ever played guitar, you notice that uh, every guitar player will have calluses on their fingertips. The calluses come from constantly pushing down on the metal string against the hard guitar surface. And that is, the calluses are a requirement for you to be able to play the guitar at a very high level. So the calluses come from the pain of uh, playing the guitar, but that's the only way you will be able to actually uh, play guitar at a high level, only when you have calluses. So similarly in life, you have to callous your mind by doing the most difficult things. Whatever it is that is challenging for you, whatever your big goal is, once you identify your big goal and you know what you need to do, you have to now callous your mind by doing the difficult things every single day. You know in order to accomplish your goal, you have to do difficult things. There's no worthy goal without any difficult things. We all know that. So in order to accomplish the big goals, we have to do difficult things. You have to identify what are those difficult things and now you have to callous your mind by doing those difficult things. Step outside your comfort zone every single day. And these experiences, these challenging experiences in life are helping you become, helping you callous your mind. So don't let your mind develop those victim calluses. Instead, build power calluses. Instead, build calluses so that you know that you are, uh, you are a tough person. You are a tough man or a tough woman, right? So realize, even if you're going through hardships, you can tell yourself, yes, you life, you are beating me down right now. But all you are doing to me is making me more of an animal. And that is a beautiful thing. No matter how much hardship you're going through, you can always tell yourself, yes, I'm getting beaten down right now, but I'm becoming more of an animal. And you face those difficult things. You face those challenging things and you go, go head first. You, you go do those things. So literally, the only way to callous your mind is, the do, is doing the hard things, doing the things you don't want to do, doing the uncomfortable things every single day. So write down all the things you know that are good for you, but they are making you uncomfortable every single day. The things that actually make you feel uh, very uncomfortable, the things that are challenging you, the things that we talked about earlier on in the game, uh, write down all the things that you would have to do to remove the governor right? All the things that you would have to do to face your fears. I've done all those things. And every single day on your accountability mirror, you're going to attack, you're going to write down what you need to do. You're going to write down those hard things and you're going to attack them every single day. Do things that suck. Every single day, you're going to do things that suck and take the path of most resistance. And that's how you're going to callous your mind every single day to the hardest things, the most, most difficult things. You see, while your friends and the colleagues are taking the easy route, you are taking the hard route every single day. On your accountability mirror, you tell yourself, these are the hard things I will do today. And then you go and dominate them. So there's a really interesting story from Gagan's life, how he beat claustrophobia because he was really scared of closed spaces. So he found a friend who had access to an MRI machine and he put himself in an MRI machine every single day till it didn't bother him anymore. He just exposed himself to that thing every single day 
till it didn't bother him anymore. Now, for those of you who are not claustrophobic, let me tell you, MRI machine is one of the most uh, one of the most, one of the scariest things for uh, someone who's claustrophobic. I'm personally claustrophobic, and when I am in an MRI machine, I start to have hyperventilate. I become really scared. So I understand exactly what hyper for not hyper Goggins, but David Goggins was going through when he was putting himself in an MRI machine every single day. But that's how he calloused his fears. He realized that if I can get through this fear, this is going to make me even harder. So become a master of whatever it is that is standing in your way, whatever it is that is hard, whatever it is that is difficult, go after it. Go after it, go after that pain and callous your mind every single day. By the way, so in the intro again, I talked about that the fact that there are two fundamental building blocks of mental toughness. One of them I told you is the, uh, the ultimate key to getting the most of yourself, which is commitment, right? The other fundamental uh, fundamental building block of mental toughness is your identity. So when you look at this book, when you actually study this book, you always find these two things. The, uh, the two things are that David Goggins always had the identity that I am the toughest man alive. That was always driving him. The other thing was that he was always putting himself in these demanding situations. He was always committing first and trying to figure out later. And that's what we need to do. We need to commit to our goals first and then figure out the way forward. Now, if you want access to this mind map, this clickable mind map, just go to 2000books.com slash maps. The link should also be in the description below. And it's also on this button on the I button in the top right corner of your screen. I hope you enjoyed this book. Please leave in the comments below what was your favorite strategy.